0: Hey guys, how is it going? It is only coming live to you guys. It is Wednesday night. It is 9.05 here in Wisconsin. So if you guys are hopping on, drop a one. If you guys are watching the live, drop a two. If you guys are watching the replay, and as always, if you guys are new to the Annalise show... Let me know by dropping new in the comments below. I know I met some new friends today, and I just wanted to chit-chat and see how everybody was doing. Um, It was kind of a crazy day, so I got some laundry done, I got some dishes done, I got some messages sent out, um, worked on just connecting with some people. Um, I also cleaned the bathroom. Um, Working on cleaning this room, I kind of want to change the stuff Behind me, I love my queen picture of hearts picture, but I want to be able to hang it up. Um, all of those things. So if you guys are hopping on, say hey, hi, how are you? It is not fun to um, talk to ourselves. So anyway, I don't know if you guys know, I'm reading this book. So if you guys have seen this book, drop a heart in the comments below. Um, this is a thing that is so awesome with this opportunity that I got presented. Like, you guys can't really see them in the pictures that you guys are in, but I have numerous books. So, like, um, a lot of personal development books, a lot of um, just personal growth books. And I really didn't read after I got out of high school. Actually, like, I didn't even like reading in high school. And then I got out of school and got into um, college, and I, I liked the books that we were reading because they really... were really beneficial for my degree um, for veterinary technology. But then I never got introduced to personal development books until this opportunity. And I've read more books in the last four years than I have in a long time. Um, And this book today, what I read, I kind of wanted to chat with you guys about it because it was super, super powerful. But basically he was talking about He's talking about your brain and the, so Limitless is upgrade your brain, learn anything faster and unlock your uh, exceptional life. Okay. So I'm all in on that. Okay. I'm all in on that. Anyway, at any point, shoot me a follow, shoot me some likes, shoot me um, a message, whatever you need to do. But he talks about the fact of like why this matters now is the the first chapter or what I read today. And he talks about the villains that have to go alongside with um, our brains. So like the villain, like our heroes, there always has to be a villain, okay? So some of the villains that go along with our brain health are digital dialogue. So do we ever feel like there's too much to process, but we don't have enough time? You guys, like I felt that in my soul. Like this last weekend, I got off of an event and my brain is still, still processing it. My brain is like going a mile, minute, a minute, like a million miles a minute, just like that. And I was like, oh man. So when he talks about this, he talks about the fact that we're very privileged to sit in a universe that we have right now in this opportunity to have all of the information right at our fingertips, Right. But if you think that you are, um, this is the book, so it's Jim Quick. Um, If you think that uh, in this age of, like, connectivity, that you are not connected with other things, you're very, like, your ignorance is just sitting there. Like, it is not, it's a choice to not be plugged into something. Okay? It's a choice, and it's kind of, like, if you don't know what's going on, you're not plugged in to stuff. So he says, we consume so much data right now in a single day that an average person from the 1400s would have consumed in an entire lifetime. So figure these people were probably living maybe into their 30s. We're consuming that amount in a day, which is crazy, which is so, so crazy. Um, And then um, it kind of, you know, like, first off, information move from word of mouth. We really don't do that anymore. I don't know about you guys, but I really don't talk on the phone much until, unless it's people who, um, just don't, aren't plugged in like my grandma or, um, my stepdad or something like that. Like those individuals. So a lot of it's word of mouth. Um, newspapers are very much in like obsolete. Um, or like if you go into a a restaurant and you, well, not even a restaurant, like a grocery store. You know where the bulletin boards were? Like those things are very not even available anymore, right? So he talks about that. So that digital uh, it's deluge uh, is one of the villains. So he says, in order to really quick start your brain, what you should really do is take a moment to schedule out 30 minutes of white space in your calendar this week, every week, for time that you spend away from technology. So really devote that time, devote that time to, um, dedicating to clearing your mind, relaxing and being creative. Okay. I really did that today. I literally sat down here and read the book, didn't touch my phone at all. Didn't touch the computer at all. I actually, I would say I had like meditation music on, on Spotify. I love reading with that going on in the background. The next thing he says is digital distraction. So before like mobile devices, when we were typing, who remembers um, AOL Messenger or something like that, where you would type in like BRB. How many of you guys use that? How many of you guys use that? There is a fly in here and he is driving me nuts. Um, Danny, I complete like, yeah, for sure. Um, People still do that, but it's kind of crazy. So We're always like, we're always on ever connected devices. We're struggling to find connection when like when we're with our family and friends and we're struggling to stay focused at work because a lot of us deal with some sort of um, work life situation where we don't feel comfortable forgoing digital connection with like without for long stretches of time during the day. So we stay on the grid out of fear that we're going to be unreachable or that we might lose out. How many of you guys feel that? Like how many of you are so connected to your job? Like this is a huge example. So my husband just got a text message from the lady that works her night shift, their night shift. He answered it. Like he's not getting paid for that. He's not, you know, that, that's out of the kindness of his heart that he responded to it. But how many of the times do we go to bed with our phone next to us, the first thing you do is check it. Like I'm 100, I will tell you, I am 100% guilty of this, okay? My phone sits next to me in the bedroom and it is on. And if I get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I love the fact that I (laughs) I love the fact that I uh actually do check it at about 3 a.m. every morning. It's the craziest thing. Like it's almost a habit. And I do need to move it into a different room. The only thing is that is um where my alarms are. So but with that, staying connected may feel make you feel more secure and but it also doesn't make us happier. So we really need to pay attention to that. Um and he said the quick start for that is to go into the notification settings into your phone turn off all unnecessary and distracting pings and dings i urge you guys to do that now um because i actually did that a couple months ago and it was the best decision actually most of the day my phone's on do not disturb and that is for the fact of like when those dings would go off and when those pings would go off i would be hyper sensitive to, oh, I need to respond to that right away, right? But if I am sitting on my phone and I actually work from my phone, I run a six-figure business from my phone, I need to have that capability of being able to just unplug and set it aside, okay? So, ooh, we got a weather alert coming, we got a weather alert coming, there's like eight inches of snow coming here. So, um, the next thing is what he talks about as a villain um, is digital dementia. So when's the last time, and if you guys are watching this, when's the last time you had to remember someone's phone number, okay? When is the last time that you actually knew what their phone number was? And it can, like, not a spouse, not a family member, okay, right? But, like, actual somebody else's phone number, my grandpa used to have everybody's phone number memorized. I couldn't believe it. Like, you would ask him who so-and-so in some other state what his phone number was, and he knew it. It was crazy because in that time, you remembered that, right? But digital um, dementia is to describe overuse of digital technology results and breaking down the cognitive de- abilities. So a lot of the time, like, if you're in a big... Um, in a big city where you all of them it like you live there and you still use the GPS because you're not utilizing your brain to figure out what the pathways are, right? Or where you're driving. So we just automatically turn on Google Maps and say, Oh, okay, this will get me there, right? Hey Hillary, how's it going? So this reliance on digital things. Um, you guys, like this is so mind blowing to me because these are things I do all day long, right? I'm constantly looking in to my phone how to contact people, and I save their phone numbers with their names, right? I always use Google Maps unless I'm around my house. Um, I don't really need to use it if I'm in the state of Wisconsin unless I'm in a different city. So the reliance may be hurting our our long term memory. So this person from the University of Birmingham um, said we, uh, that the trend of looking up information prevents the buildup of long-term memories. And, um, our brain seems to, so why it's such a big deal, why this is such a big deal is that our brain appears to strengthen a memory each time we recall it. And at the, same time, forget irrelevant memories that are distracting us. So that is a huge, huge, huge thing. So feel free to share this out. Feel free to uh, like and follow all of the things on TikTok and Facebook. Feel free to send this out. Um, So Rye is relying on technology bad. This is one thing that I read. Many researchers disagree. The argument goes that by outsourcing some menial tasks, like memorizing phone numbers or doing basic math or getting directions to a restaurant we visited before, we're saving brain space for something that matters more to us. There's research that says that our our brains are more like a muscle rather than a hard drive that fills up. So the more that you use that muscle it's the same thing with business. It's the same thing that, um, oh my goodness, girl. Oh my God, everything that you're saying is so true. I barely even know my own phone number, right? Like I have to sometimes, like I know my phone number. I know my husband's phone number. It's because our, like the last two digits are different, but there's times like if I didn't, I don't even know my stepdad's phone number by heart. I could probably guess it, but, um, it's kind of, it's crazy. So, I want to say like building a muscle. The same thing happens in business. If you go live every single day for 90 days, you will build the muscle. I was sitting out on the couch and all of a sudden I was like, oh crap, I haven't gone live today. So like those are types of things. If I miss it, I don't like, I need to do it every single day or my brain's like, oh, what am I missing out of my day? Right? So Too often we outsource our brains to our smart devices and our smart devices are making us, well, we all know, just a little bit not so wise. Um, Our brains are the ultimate adaptation machines capable of um, seemingly endless levels of evolution. But we also often forget to give it the exercise that it needs. Okay. So this is where he says, take a minute to exercise your memory Memorize the phone number of someone you communicate with regularly. So I recommend doing this daily. Like, so if you, um, if you talk to somebody very frequently, like, I don't even know my best friend's phone number. If somebody were to ask me, I would have to look it in my phone. Um, and that just comes... Like now it's natural to just ask, like look in your phone or ask them to send the contact information. If y'all have apples, you can just shoot the contact information in your phone and it'll save it, right? Or on, uh, I think Androids do it as well. The same thing goes as like airdrop. So it's not like you have to memorize what you just wrote on your phone in a message. You can copy it and it literally airdrop onto your I- iMac or your MacBook. Like, there's so many different streams of, um, contact, uh, connectivity that people can use, right? And the next thing he says is, I think this was the last, yes, this was the last villain. So we'll just talk about this one. Digital uh, deduction. So this is where, in a digital first world, where millennials obtain all of their answers to problems At the click of a mouse or a swipe of a finger, the reliance on technology to solve every question confuses people's perception to their own knowledge and intelligence. And the reliance may well lead to overconfidence and poor um, decision making. And there's a there's a certain amount of value to this. Before the Internet, we were limited to like access of opinions of others. So that's when the time like a lot of us were reading books a lot of us were doing stuff with our families. A lot of us were watching movies, right? Or we were going to movies or we were um, renting the red box movies, right? We were doing game nights. or we were doing crossword puzzles. Like it's crazy to me like I don't like crossword puzzles, you guys. I don't like word searches or anything like that. but I was not that kid growing up that played a lot of video games like Peyton plays like Mario Kart and I'll play that with her and stuff like that. But there's a lot to be said about using online, like Dr. Google to look up something or to look up something on like Pinterest or just digital all over the place. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm thinking that a lot of us use our, like we forget our common sense and we literally trust something that is written on the internet, you know? So like, digitally deduction of that is really really important. Um so he goes along saying uh so think about a decision that you need to make. Schedule some time um to work on that decision without the use of digital devices. Hey Chrissy, how's it going? Um so in a hero's journey, so our brain is our hero, right? So the hero needs villains just as much as the villains need heroes. So the challenges from trials and rivals make us grow and become better. And this kind of just talks about the fact that, um, let's see, la, 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 la. there's a light, like he loves the light side of technology, how it can connect us 100%. I love that. Um, how it connects us, educates us, empowers us and makes our lives easier. So these are just a couple of the drawbacks to technology. But I want to say is that there's so much more advancements, because we have technology in our life. Okay, so um, I love that fact, but um, so out of those four that I talked about, the four that I talked about were, I'll tell you, um, deluge, digital deluge, then it was digital distraction, it was digital dementia, and then it was digital deduction. Which of the four villains do you believe is currently disrupting your performance? to productivity peace of mind. So just kind of take a, a time just to talk about that and think about that for sure. Conscious awareness is the first part of solving that problem. So if you find yourself searching um like searching for an answer on Google, maybe you should think about it first. If you find yourself always using Google Maps, think about where you are. Maybe that's where like maybe you're in an area you used to go through, right? I understand if you've never been there. Um, but like, are you looking up directions to a restaurant in a town next to you that maybe you've driven by there, right? So I um, I love, so far, I love this book. I'm going to talk about this over the next cup, like until I'm through with it. But you can see I, I highlighted a lot of, hi, Diane, how's it going? I highlighted a lot of, the next one is all about the brain. Okay. And a lot of it made so much sense. So I will talk about this tomorrow. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you guys want to get this book, I am not endorsed by this whatsoever. I'm just reading it. So it is a Limitless by Jim Quick. Um, he is incredible. Uh, my mentor actually recommended this book. She just got done with it. So, um, it's not a bad read at all. It's it like very much, um, But he kind of talks about, he actually has all of these different um, recommendations in here of books and it's kind of crazy because um, there is a motivation manifesto, which guess what guys, I got that right here. Okay, so this might be my next one. Um, There is a couple other books. The School of Greatness by uh, Lewis Hughes is a really good book. Um, Let's see here. Super Brain by the Deepak Chopra and Rudolph Tanzi. There's Atomic Habits, you guys. That book, if you guys want to pick up any book for the month of December for going into the new year, it would 100%, my 100% recommendation would be Atomic Habits. If you have not read that book, that book shifted my entire year after I read it. Uh, So, so good. Uh, A lot of these books, you guys, like, I don't have them here. Think Like a Monk, I do have here. Uh, these are all really, really good opera. Um, so these are, so he talks about, these are 52 books. So, um, 52 books a year. So one book a week. Um, I'm definitely going to adapt that in the first part of the year. Um, because when you can start implementing how these habits, like that's all this book is about, add to cart. Um, This book is incredible, Hillary. I love, so far I'm like, let's see here. I'm probably gonna read a little bit right now. I'm like 44 pages in and I've already utilized a lot of what he's talking about. So hey, Yolanda, how's it going? Hey, Paige, how's it going? So um, he goes into tactics on how to um, get out of your head, like things like we've been talking about. And basically the one thing I want to say about the next chapter that he did talk about was our brain, take a moment to acknowledge how extraordinary our brain is and we don't utilize it um, enough. Okay. It generates up to 70,000 thoughts a day. It races at the speed of the fastest race car like your fingerprints. So your fingerprints, you know that these are individual. Um, No two fingerprints are the same, just like no two brains are the same. So because it processes dramatically faster than any existing computer, it virtually um, has infinite storage capacity. Even when damaged, it is capable of producing genius. Even if you only have half a brain, you are still a full functioning human being. So that is what we're going to get into tomorrow. So I'll talk to you guys later. I love you guys. Bye.